org. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to We do. Hi, how you doing? It's Tuesday, April 3rd. It is your morning ritual. With me, Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, Mexico says it is going to disband the migrant caravan. They also claim it has nothing to do with Trump. <laughs> Yeah, sure, sure. However, the migrant caravan says we will continue to march to America. We will continue to go there. Isn't that just great? They also put out a list of demands. We'll get to that. Yes, a list of demands. Excuse me? When I got there, I want to have my feet massaged. Yeah, I mean, it's... A hot towel. It'd be cool if that was actually that kind of... (laughs) <laughs> if it was that kind of uh, uh, demand, uh, yeah, it doesn't. Not so much. Not so much, chumps. Not so much. Anyway, we'll get to that. Now, the Trumpster. Oh, the Trumpster. He is really turning up the heat because he is really trying to get back on your good side. Oh, yes, he is. After that omnibus, crapnibus, whatever you want to call it. Um, the Trumpster this morning on Twitter, letting loose again. Tweeted out early this morning, the big caravan of people from Honduras now coming across Mexico and heading to our weak laws border. I'd better be stopped before it gets there. Cash cow NAFTA is in play as it is as is foreign aid to Honduras and the countries that allow this to happen. Congress must act now. So he's putting everybody on on notice, which is good, which is what you need. So he is going after them. And by the way, the Mexican president, we'll get to all these stories, is already like, listen, we, uh, we're, we're negotiating NAFTA uh, in good faith. Let's not have this uh, affected. Sure. Get out of here, buddy. Get out of here. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know, a couple of Arizona lawmakers here, state lawmakers, like the idea, want armed teachers, uh, janitors for... Uh, what's her What's her name again? I'm having a I'm having a brain freeze. Uh, CUSD. Yeah, Rachel Cedric. Thank you. Armed janitors, principals, uh, anybody that they think would actually do the job. Uh, so there are some top Arizona Republicans in the legislature that want again armed and specially trained school personnel. They want that added to Governor Ducey's proposal to boost school safety. Of course, uh, and those those by the way, the, the two Republicans that have come out. House Speaker J.D. Mesnard and Senate President Steve Yarbrough. They support the ideas. Of course, Democratic House Minority Leader Rebecca Rio says it's a non-starter. It would kill, bad use of terms, kill bipartisan support to the Republican governor's proposal. Of course, Democrats want to add universal gun purchase uh, background checks to the Ducey plan. Uh, Good luck. Good luck. 
Three things that I think you need to know. I know you're saying, well, Gare, come on. Just add that to it. What is the difference? Well, then, really? So I have to spend extra money, do extra time if I want to sell my gun to Ryan? And by the way, who's going to know besides Ryan and me if I sell my gun to Ryan? Exactly. And that's the whole point. The bad guys won't do it. So shut up, stupid. Anyway. So we have that, which is cool. Um, now, there, there are some of these uh, these stories are just uh, incredible as to what's going on. I guess the migrant group, according to a story in it was the Washington Examiner, one of these stories, yes, they moved 400 miles closer to America. Dude, that's, that's a lot. But, you know, it's not like they're just walking. They're hopping on, you know, a train, that big train. They're trying to get rides on... Uh, trucks that have empty tractor trailers, you name it. They, they're they doing whatever they can to make up times. So they made it, you know, 400 miles closer. They're still somewhat far away, uh, but but they're still 400 miles closer. Now, this is, uh, this is a beaut right here. I love this. I love this. The caravan releasing the list of demands. Uh, Infowords had the, the list of demands. Well, to go, they put it out there. This, this open borders group, and I, I learned something. This open borders group that organized this, Pueblo Sin Fronteras, um, if you're helping people cross our border illegally, smuggling on through, you're, you're breaking the law. You could say you're a you're a humanitarian group, whatever. You're doing the same thing the coyotes do. You're doing the same thing the smugglers do. Now, maybe you're not getting violent with these people, but you're doing the same thing. You're smuggling these human beings across the border. Human trafficking. Yes, exactly. It's human trafficking, mm-hmm. no matter how you put it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, there was a press release issued by the... Uh, this this uh, Pueblos Sin Fronteras, and this is just, this is awesome. Um, to the government of Central America, Mexico, and the United States of America, to the media, to the human rights, to human rights organizations, to civil society, they write, to civil society. This is their list of demands. We're a group of people from different nations, religions, genders, gender expressions. Now, I mean, it's amazing how genders and gender expressions has infiltrated the illegal immigration movement, isn't it? It's, you know, do you identify as an illegal immigrant? Well, I don't know. What's your definition of that? Is it male, female? That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You adult, you kid, you this, you that, doesn't matter. So anyway, it says here. So they're a group. Yeah, where was I? Genders, gender expressions, sexual orientations, migrating and seeking refuge. We seek to become one collective. See, that's the problem. We're like, we're the United States of America. I don't want to be Mexico. I don't want to be Canada. I don't want to be Germany. I don't want to be Russia. I don't want to be Italy. I'm American. We're America. So get out of here. Anyway, I love this. We seek to become one collective, supporting each other, shoulder to shoulder, and demonstrating that by uniting, we can abolish borders. They're putting it out there. Abolish borders. Again, I haven't even seen any other Republicans of you that have been upset about this. Have you seen any? Flake, McCain, anybody? Paul Ryan? Ted Cruz say anything? We gotta go to Ted Cruz's Twitter account. I mean, I haven't even seen it on the news. Usually, you know, something like this, these lawmakers get their heads on TV, on radio, be like, this is unacceptable. See nothing. What about Martha McSilent? I did, I forgot to check her Twitter account this morning. Uh, I wonder if she put anything down. Um, nope, nothing. Still nothing from Martha McSally. 
<laughs> she tweeted out her own uh, op-ed that she put in the local paper. Yay! She did that twice. Twice. And I love how she goes all, all sexist, by the way. Tax cuts are helping women. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because remember, she went after the guys for their, uh, their gender, their sexual parts. Grow some ovaries. We have that sound. But anyway, let me get back to the list of demands. This is very, very, very important. This list of demands. They want to abolish borders. Nobody's really reporting that, are they? Anyway, they want to. Yeah, they, they, yeah, but nobody like in the media is reporting that they want this group wants to abolish borders. Well, it's kind of a big deal. Can we start with like uh, North Korea, South Korea border first? Yeah, and then maybe move into there. China, see what Russia. Kim Jong, see what Kim Jong-un says yeah, and let, does when you go there? there. Then we'll take suit afterwards. <laughs> so now uh, it says we leave Tapachula, okay, on March 25th, blah, blah, blah. So they want to do all that stuff and they want to end up in America, right? We appreciate the support and collaboration of the people of Mexico and the United States. Sure. We hope to be an example of solidarity and struggle in the real world. I'm sorry, to, to the world, to the world. Struggle, solidarity and struggle to the world. Okay, example of that. We demand of our Central American countries an end to political corruption, an end to violence against women, and the LGBTQIA community. Again, I had no idea that illegal immigration, open borders, had anything to do with your your open gender or something. Anyway, an end to failures of justice for victims of domestic violence, extortion, threats, and homophobia. Big on the sex thing. They're really big on. I mean, I got thought we just wanted to get out of. How many of those guys? You see the video. The video is on my Facebook page, facebook.com/slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Forty second video. I don't see anybody holding up signs about gay, not gay, this, that, trans. I mean, an end to corruption between gangs, the police, and governments, an end to murder with the impunity and gang recruitment of youth. We demand of Mexico and the United States, you ready? That they respect our rights as refugees and our right to dignified work. To be able to support our families. Really? Okay. We have to respect their right for that stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Doesn't mean you have to bring it here. Well, but they want to be. You better respect the fact that I want to work in America because I can make more money there. Give it to my family. You shut up. They also, we demand of Mexico and the United States that they open the borders to us. Because we are as much citizens as the people of the countries where we are and or travel. Actually, you are not. I, I'm pretty sure that's actually not true. You're not citizens of Mexico or Marca or anything else. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, not actually, that's not actually right. It's not actually right. So anyway... That's cool, right? It's not bad. Not bad. What do you think about those egregious, ridiculous, stupid, uh, well, demands, self it, whatever it is? I mean, it's just, it's beyond insane, isn't it? How come nobody else seems to be very upset about this? Trump and talk radio. I mean, nobody else? I don't get it. 
I don't get it at all. But whatever. It is what what do you I guess what do you expect? I mean, even like I'm looking at Ted Cruz's Twitter feed. And I you know, you gotta do more than just put something down on Twitter, but at least acknowledge this freaking thing. Right? Nothing. Ted Cruz is all about uh speaking to Ted Cruz, he's in a re-election, uh re-election mode, everything else, whatever. So there you go. That's Ted Cruz for you. I haven't seen anything about Ted Cruz. No, nothing. Nothing even on Ted Cruz's Twitter. I said whatever. It's just so strange, isn't it? It's just so strange. Uh, 623 now on KNST AM790. There's more to this. There's so many more stories. Um, Mexico. Why why are they going to disband this group? <laughs> we'll get to that. What do you think about Trump, by the way? Trump's uh Trump's great uh great tweeting. Do you think Trump's tweets his strong statements, like, do you think they have anything to do with it? Because Mexico doesn't think so. We'll get to that as well. Uh, it is 623. We will continue. It is your morning ritual. But me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, it's 630, and uh, it's going to be sunny and 84 today. We're at 55 right now. I have uh, on. T- I tweeted out and got a lot of retweets, a lot of comments. My interview with Kelly Ward yesterday about this whole caravan of illegal aliens or eventual illegal aliens headed up through mexico uh if you follow me on twitter you'd be able to hear it at garrett lewis i tweeted out also it's on my page at knst.com and i have to put it i did i put it on my facebook page i have to put it on my facebook page uh so it's all there for you now real quick and we'll, we'll do more of this um uh mexico again i, I love this mexico says it will disband. This is from BuzzFeed, the guy that's embedded with them. Mexico says it will disband the caravan, but organizers say some of its members will continue north. Oh, Mexico says certain people will be able to stay. You know, you know the kind of people? No more the ones that come to America from Mexico. Pregnant ladies. Anchor babies. Oh, yeah. Pregnant ladies, people with disabilities, people that are chronically ill, that have, it's like HIV. They can stay. That's what a federal delegate that's involved with immigration with Mexico said. Um, I love it. In Me- you know, in America, if somebody doesn't want to give their name, only give their first name. In Mexico, a federal delegate who only gave his last name, Rodriguez. I guess it oh, blends that right it in. Down. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> uh, so what happens is that uh, permission to stay doesn't allow migrants to travel to the U.S. border, but they they'll be able to, uh, they'll be able to uh, to move around Mexico more freely. That's what it says there. Um. Irenio Mujica, director of Pueblo Sin Fronteras, this awful group. He said he expects about a third of the migrants will choose to stay in Mexico because they they all oh, there you go you're gonna get uh, you're gonna get asylum. They're gonna let them stay there, huh? Really? So that's what they're hoping. Um, he, this guy said, "I hope a large majority decide to stay in Mexico." Now that we've seen the reaction from hate groups in the United States, hate groups. That's right. If you want your, you don't want all of a sudden a bunch of people to come up and we got to pay for everything. It your hate hate group, hate group. That's what they're saying. You know, is that saying anything? Hmm. Canada, not yet. They haven't made their way up there yet. I think as soon as they start saying, "Well, America should let them in," we should put them on a plane and drop them there. Mm-hmm. Not drop them literally, but land them in, in Canada. And there you go, guys. There you, you go, Justin them? Trudeau. You you wanted to help out. Please be uh, please mm-hmm. be human and help the humans. Mm-hmm. Now uh, it doesn't say when in this story it doesn't say when Mexico is going to disband. It just said that Mexico will disband. Oh yeah, no, sorry. By Wednesday, 
By when? So by tomorrow, they're going to disband the caravan. Really? Are they just saying that? We'll have more coming up. There's there's much more to this story. Um, and you can comment, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Where are they going to enter America? They've announced where they're going to enter America, even though they're apparently going to be disbanded. We'll get to that as well. And the, by the way, the, you know what we're going to do next, though, in, in about six minutes? The latest thing that stupid teenagers are doing. Remember they, yes, remember they used to... Uh, they used to what eat the Tide Pods. The Tide Pods. Yeah. Now, just what he thought. They can't get any more stupid than that. Oh yes, they can. They're recording themselves <laughs> and then putting it on social media. They're doing this, and you're going to say, "What is wrong with them?" But at least they're safe, right? We'll get to that coming up. Six thirty-four on KNST. Here's Fox. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, it is. 641. Thanks for hanging out. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, the caravan that is uh, that is making its way up through Mexico toward America went up about 400 more miles closer to America. Still far out, but Mexico has said they'll disp- they'll disband it by tomorrow. After they denied the story, by the way, yesterday. Remember that the Baghdad Bob guy is like, "This is an inaccurate news story." Blah 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 blah. There's so I have so many stories. Mexico, they're just lying through their teeth. Anyway, they say they'll disband it by tomorrow, but the caravan says, "Ha! Ah, doesn't matter. We won. Uh, we're being acknowledged, and uh, we're going to keep on going anyway." Isn't that just nice? List of demands, you name it. I'll get that list of demands up on my Facebook page. And you could uh, you could see for yourself. Second thing that I think you need to know: the Trumpster uh, went nuclear three hours ago on Twitter. He said the big caravan of people from Honduras, or he wrote, now coming across Mexico and heading to our weak laws border, had better be stopped before it gets there. Cash cow NAFTA is in play, as is foreign aid to Honduras and the countries that allow this to happen. Congress must act now. Isn't it great that we actually have a president that's making these threats, which are good? I mean, we literally give money to these countries. And then they send their poor, downtrodden, whatever, to our country to flood it. We don't even know who they are. And we're like, idiots, we send these people money. That's what Trump got elected on. We're stupid. We send these people money. I'm going to stop that. He's threatening it. Good for him. Of course, Mexico again says, despite Trump's threats, we're not disbanding it because of him. Sure. Sure. Third thing, I think you need to know, two Arizona state lawmakers, Senate President Steve Yarbrough, House Speaker J.D. Mesnard, they want armed teachers, principals, janitors, any armed staff that wants to go through special training to be added to Doug Ducey's plan to secure schools. Democrats say it's a non-starter. We'll see what happens. Three things I think you need to know. Now, uh, kids do some dumb things. And listen, my son's five. He's very smart. He's five. He does things. He's, he's getting to that age where you're like, why are you doing that? Why? You know, they push buttons. And I'm like, why would you put that somewhere? Why would you throw that ball at your brother's head? He's eight months old. Why, why are you doing it? What's going on? They're kids, right? Remember when stupid teenagers were eating Tide Pods? Oh, yeah. Where they could die. They'd record themselves. Tide Pod Challenger. So stupid. Well, it's getting better. It's getting better. You hear the latest... Thing that they're doing on the uh, the internet, now they're taping and, and putting on YouTube. Condom snorting. Yep. It's the condom snorting challenge. At least it's safe snorting, right? You know, they're doing protection, the condom. Condom. 
There was the cinnamon challenge. At least the cinnamon challenge is kind of stupid. You know, they're all stupid. But it's kind of it's kind of what is it? You eat the cinnamon, but you can't do it. Like it makes you it makes you yak it up. Ugh, gross. <laughs> so here we go. And all I've seen is this one girl. It's more, but this one girl. Her parents must be so proud. She's literally snorting a condom, and they want to go through like up one nostril, out the other one. Oh, that's all. I uh, I think so. Well, it's better than going through through the nose and out the mouth. Is that what it is? I mean, they're like choking. It's latex. I mean, why would you do this? There's, it's not funny. This chick just has it in her nose. Oh, does it come out her throat? Oh yeah, no, no. Sorry, it comes out the throat. Okay. I just saw the end of it. It's pretty disgusting. Uh, it says here in this story that the challenge has been around for several years, but now it's becoming popular again. As people, mainly younger adults and teens, search for stupid trends to do during boredom. How about this? Get a job. Right? The job challenge. The jo- exactly, right? Ryan, Ryan was talking about this. Earlier. How about the job challenge? Giga grades challenge. Yeah. How about not be a jerk challenge? <laughs> do smart. How about actually do some research and not realize that Trump's the devil challenge? How about maybe, you know, maybe something like that? Put down your phone challenge. Yeah. You literally could, they could end up with this in their windpipe, their lungs. You could die. It looks like it hurts. And idiots are like, I can't wait to do this. Now, if my son, listen, my oldest son is like me. He's kind of a wuss, very cautious. He's getting a little more daredevilish, but he's very cautious, especially compared to other kids. My eight-month-old, I can tell he's going to be the problem. Or he's just he's just fearless. Whereas we baby-proofed the entire house for Grayson, the first guy, and he never even tried to touch an outlet, never, you know, just very, very cautious. I mean, he tried to touch the cat and the dog. That was, that was the extent of it. This guy. First thing he did when he started crawling a couple weeks ago, he's crawling now, going Mach 2 when he crawls, um, went straight for an outlet, tried to put his hand up there. Thank God we still, we, we're so lazy we haven't taken the actual outlet covers off. I think we anticipated having another one soon. So he, uh, he's trying to go for those things. We're like, what are you doing? And then Saturday morning when he, I hear him waking up, I go to his, his room, and he's reaching through the crib trying to grab where uh, the outlet where his monitor is plugged in. He can't reach it, but he's just, he sees he's reaching for it. I'm like, what are you doing? So my wife and I are convinced that he's going to be the one that's going to give us lots of uh, sleepless nights as he, and he has already, but not because doing crazy things because he doesn't want to sleep. But uh, yeah, he's, he's kind of the nut. So this is the latest now, the condom snorting challenge. And I got a, uh, uh, I talked about this young lady last week. She's the young woman who graduated the U of A, met her at the Republican, uh, U of A Republicans, uh, and she moved to Phoenix recently because she had to get a job because there's no jobs for young people here in Tucson because it's run by idiots. And um, she wrote me, she said, first they eat Tide Pods, then they become gun experts, now they snort condoms. Are they, are they textured for... <laughs> oh my God. Ribbed? Yeah, do the ribbed ones... For more, more pleasure? More pleasure, you feel more pain? The ribbed ones... What if they have lube on it? Like lube get on it. I mean, it's just, you know, I does it slide s- easier? I have my on finger through? on the dump button just in case. <clears throat> oh, you get stop it. Come oh, on. You know, I mean, We're adults, right? What for the most have, part. What if you have big nostrils? Do you need like the magnum size or something? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just speculating over here. That's, it could happen. It could happen. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that lady who smuggled the drugs in her uh, yeah, yeah uh, in her rectum? Yeah, we're, we're gonna put them up your nose now. <laughs> I have all this. I have two pounds of meth in my in my nose. 
the meth the meth smuggling challenge. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is not safe for me one bit. No, no, it's not. It's just but again, this is what we do. We laugh at idiots. We laugh at idiots. How can you not laugh at idiots? Ugh. So yeah. This listen. What? These are examples of why you have the swamp in DC because they look around and even though they're stupid, they're like, God, there's a bunch of idiots in this country. We we can't put the future of this country in the in the hands of these idiots that eat Tide Pods and and also how about the uh how about the condom sorting challenge for David Hogg? Do that. Yeah, there you go. You know what? Let's see what you <clears throat> even he's not stupid enough to do this though. That's what's crazy. All right, six forty nine. Good it's, thing sponges aren't still a thing. Oh, but what, like yeah. sponge worthy? Like yeah, sponge worthy. Oh, like Elaine. Yeah. Oh. Well, there you go. That's. <clears throat> I found you some of my fries that one day. Huh? I found you some of my fries that one day. Thank you. <laughs> he did. Ryan sent me a picture <laughs> on of the, the text. shelf, and he's yeah. <laughs> I was sponge like... worthy. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Uh, all right. Uh, it is. Uh, it's six forty nine. On KNSD AM 790, uh, another California town may say, screw you, California. We're done with the sanctuary stuff. I'll tell you about it. Coming up, KNSD AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. Yes, hello, 707. It's Tuesday. It's April 3rd. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sun's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Mexico says they are going to disband the caravan, but the caravan says, screw that. We're going north to America, Baja, California. We're going to enter America through Baja. Isn't that nice? And I got an email from a listener. She's like, can you please direct the caravan to California? <laughs> That's so good. So Mexico says they're going to disband them, and they say it has nothing to do with the threats from Trump. Sure. Wink, wink. Yeah, okay. Right. I believe it. I believe it. Uh-huh. Isn't that awesome? Uh, second thing that I think you need to know is the Trumpster went uh, nuclear about three, three and a half hours ago, four hours ago on Twitter. Yeah, four hours ago, I guess I'd say. Um, he said, the big caravan of people from Honduras now coming across Mexico and heading to our weak laws border had better be stopped before it gets there. Cash cow NAFTA is in play, as is foreign aid to Honduras and the countries that allow this to happen. Congress must act now. So he's finally saying, hey, listen, you want aid, Mexico? You want aid, Honduras? You, you NAFTA? This will go bye-bye if you let this crap happen. Who do you think you're messing with, right? Who do you think you're messing with? Thank goodness for that, right? Third thing I think you need to know is that two Arizona state lawmakers are now supporting arming teachers, principals, janitors, any staff that wants to go through specialized training, and they want this added to Doug Ducey's school safety plan. Uh, These two lawmakers, Republican House Speaker J.D. Mesnard, Republican Senate President Steve Yarborough, Democratic House Minority Leader Rebecca Rios says this is a non-starter, would kill, it'll kill the bipartisan support to Ducey's proposal. But, of course, she wants universal 
background checks added because bad guys always, they always follow that, don't they? Three things I think you need to know. Uh, I'm in the process, by the way, putting up the list of demands on my page at knsd.com, and I'll also add them to uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio, add Gary Lewis on Twitter. It'll all be there for you, right? It's all there. There you go. Good luck. Um, these are funny, these demands. These are just damn, they're, what? they're funny. They're funny. We'll, if you missed them, we'll get, there's more demands than I thought there were. Well, I'm just thinking next time you go to, you know, vacation in Mexico, if you ever do, <laughs> give me your list of demands yeah. and then go and see what happens yeah. without your passport. You try demanding things from your wife. Let me know how that works for you. You know, I want a foot massage three times a week. Yeah. Not so much. Nobody, nobody really, you know, is, is kind to demands, right? You, you're not going to make me do anything I don't want to do. Beat it. Get out of here. So that's cool. Um, so the, uh, the Trump administration, this is pretty cool. Cause you know, we get frustrated. Um, there are alleged children. We don't know how old they are sometimes. Sometimes they can be dudes with mustaches, gray hair. Sometimes they are kids. Show up at our border. And what happens is that, you know, we all have parents with their kids. And the last second, they say to people they're traveling with, hey, let's swap kids right now so we can get in. They have to take our kids. If there's no parents with them, they have to take them, blah, blah, blah. We don't know who the hell's with them or not with them. So the Trump administration is trying to stop this, uh, this hijacking of our system. From happening, right? Um, new measures that Trump is pursuing. You ready? Ending special safeguards that prevent the immediate deportation of children arrested at the border and traveling alone. Why not, right? Why, there are literally there are safeguards put in that stop us from deporting them so we can connect them back with their families. You know, the Dems always say, you don't want to break up families. You don't want to break... Well, these families send up their kids unless who knows what they are or not. And they send them up, and they're at our border, and we can't send them back. We have to take them. And they generally end up in our schools. Some are MS-13, some are not. We don't know. We don't know who these people are. Under current law, unaccompanied children that come from uh, countries that don't border the U.S. are turned over to the Department of Health and Human Services. They undergo lengthy deportation proceedings before an immigration judge instead of just being deported. So he's like, let's just let's speed that up. Let's just deport them. Send them back home. Why not, right? It's so you're a kid. I'm sorry your parents sent you on this, or maybe your parents left you. Who knows? Maybe your parents are here. I don't know. The Trump administration is also pushing Congress to terminate a 1997 court settlement that requires the government to release the kids from custody to parents, adult relatives, or anybody else, caretakers, as their court cases proceed. Now, they can release them to their parents who were here illegally. They're, they're gone. You think they're ever showing up ever again, ever to be seen? Hell no. Uh, and this is true. Com- officials say these kids, a lot of them, never show up at their hearings. No kidding. So Trump is like, listen, common sense, stupid. This is dumb. This makes no sense. We're not doing it anymore. This is what he's pushing. Of course, the other side, uh, they will complain that this is mean and this and that. I think we're over that as a country, though, aren't we? That's why Trump's at 50% approval rating in Rasmussen. Uh, by the way, four points higher than what Obama was at the same time in his presidency. So um, this is what Trump wants to do. We'll see what kind of wuss Republicans like Paul Ryan, like Jeff Flake, like John McCain, like the rest of them. Uh, we'll see what they think about these, these kinds of things. You know they're going to fight it. 
I mean, they didn't want to. They didn't want to build the damn wall. They didn't want to give any money for the wall, for God's sakes. I'm sure Jeff Flink will say this is really mean. Uh, he tweeted yesterday about what Trump said to say that Democrats want no borders is inaccurate. This is Jeff Flake. Every Senate Democrat voted for bipartisan immigration legislation in 2013. The gang, the gang of eight, that included 40 plus billion for border infrastructure, personnel, and technology. Both sides of the aisle want reform. Let's do it. Uh, no, shut up, Jeff. Just go away. Like you, you only have seven more months, eight more, eight more months. Go away. Just leave it. Leave us alone, Jeff. So that's one thing. Isn't that a good idea, though, that Trump wants to do? I mean, this is common sense stuff that, listen, Hillary wasn't going to do it. Jeb wasn't going to do it. I don't even think Ted Cruz would have done it, to be honest with you. Well, Ted Cruz wouldn't have won. Only Trump would have beat Hillary. But Trump is actually putting it out there. This is what we need to do. And there's more. This came out late last night. This is going to make... This is going to make some... um, some moderate Republicans, some rhinos, some Dems very upset. The Justice Department is now setting quotas on immigration judges to speed up deportations. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's about time, isn't it? You got to hit your quota. Excuse me. Oh, yeah, you got to hit your quota. You got to make it happen. Hit that, hit that quota. I love it. This is so good. This is so good. So, this is what's going to happen. Now, this is what's funny. The judges' union once was against it. Now they're for it. A Justice Department official talked to Fox News, said, there, listen, there are huge, huge backlogs in the courts. So, these performance metrics, the minimum amount, you got to deport this many people, these performance metrics are designed to increase productivity and efficiency in the system without compromising due process. How about that? How about that? Now, last night, Trump tweeted, as ridiculous as it sounds, the laws of our country do not easily allow us to send those crossing our southern border back where they came from. A whole big waste of procedure must take place. Mexico and Canada have tough immigration laws, whereas ours are an Obama joke at Congress. I love it. So it says here, The Justice Department's Executive Office for Immigration Review says judges must complete 700 cases a year to get a satisfactory grade. They're currently completing an average of 678 cases per year. They got to step it up. The new request averages to about three per day, and judges with high caseloads can appeal internally to waive the requirement, but critics say, listen, uh, speed requirements undermine judges, their independence. They might just say you're out of here too hastily. I don't, whatever. New, the new standards take effect, uh, take effect October 1st. They also have other rules. They indicate how much time judges should spend on different types of cases, court motions, everything else. And again, apparently the uh, judges' union that was against it is now for it. So these are two really good things that Trump is doing that may not get a lot of play in the media and you're going to just, I get it. You're going to continue to hate him and say, you're never going to show up to vote again. Never going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to do it because he signed that omnibus deal. I get your frustration. He's pissed off about that too. He's mad. He's mad. I get it. We're all mad about that. But there are other good things that are happening. And as much as I got mad that he got rolled about that, I mean, what else do you want? Right? 
What else do you want? Does this not do anything for you? Is he not trying harder? I'm not being a Trump apologist here or anything like that, but I'm just saying there's a lot of good that is happening, right? A lot of good that is happening. He screwed up. Are you still saying you're never going to show up and vote in November? He's the only one that's trying. If he doesn't get more people to help him, he might as well not even run in 2020. And then what are you going to do? Complain again? And I keep getting it. Listen, Martha McSilent is a joke. Again, she's such a freaking border hawk, but she is literally silent. Again, there's nothing on her Twitter account. There's nothing on her page. Nothing about this caravan of illegals and, and this, this group that is, that is just breaking our laws. They're smuggling these people here. And they're flippant about it. And they're demanding that we give rights to these people. And we abolish borders. Where is Martha McSilent and all this stuff? Now, granted, you know, if you listen to the show, I'm, I'm supporting Kelly Ward. She's by far and away a much better candidate. But God forbid Kelly doesn't win. You can't sit on your hands and say, I'm not going to vote for Martha. Because Kirsten Cinema is actually worse than Martha. So what sense does that make? And I keep getting it from this one particular lady who's a great listener. I, I don't care. That's how we get rhinos and blah, blah, blah. Well, we're going to get a hell of a lot worse. I'll tell you that. Hell of a lot worse. Anyway, I have uh, more information uh, to get to you about Mexico and how they are so... You got to hear what Mexico said about these uh, these people coming up through their country. This is just too much. Too much what they're doing. Um, I will... You got to hear this. This is incredible stuff. And you can comment about what Trump's doing. If it's... Is it real? Is it getting him back on your good side? I'm just curious about that. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Yes, no, why, maybe. You could tweet me the responses as well at Garrett Lewis. You can hit me up on email, Garrett at KNST.com. We will continue because we can. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 726, thank you for hanging out. I know, woohoo. I have up right now at KNST.com. We'll get to this. Probably in the 8 o'clock hour. Um, I have on my page at KNST.com. I, it should be loading up. It should be there right now. Yes, the Caravan of Migrants list of demands. You can see it for yourself. Uh, it is there at KNST.com on my page. I'll put it on my Facebook page as well and my, and my Twitter, at Garrett Lewis on Twitter. And, uh, and it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome. We'll get to that. Sunny Hive, about 84 today. Uh, we're in the mid to upper 50s right now, depending on where you are. Let's go to Jim. Jim, welcome to KNST. Hello. Good morning, Garrett. Love your show. Hey, um, just a real quick comment. It's not a one and done with Trump. We got him in office, great, but the work is just beginning for us, the people. We got to vote people that will support him. He went up against the Republican establishment with his fighting tooth and nail against this guy with intelligence agencies, law enforcement, as the FBI. This guy's fighting everybody, all the Democrats, 100% of the Democrats, plus 95% of the press. That is a huge opposition. What he's got accomplished so far has been unbelievable. But it's up to us to put people in, in the offices of the Senate and the Congress to support this guy to finish the job. This is an eight-year, eight to 12-year deal here to, to fix the swamp. It's not going to happen in a year or two. And there's going to be setbacks. You've got to get over it, educate yourself, educate people around you, and get the people that will support his agenda. So uh, your reaction when he did the omnibus bill? You weren't, that's it, I'm done with him. Because there were plenty of people that were. Uh, well, you know, that's, that's, that's the emotional ignorance yeah. that are out there just panicking. I mean, come on, you can't win everything in Washington, especially what he's up against. He got the money for the military. Look what's happening with China, the Chinese testing us. The Russians are testing us. 
everybody's testing his militarily, and all I'm hearing is how bad our military is, how unprepared it is, you know, under under equipped it is. If the guy had to make a decision for national security on a on a on a on a bigger scale than what just the ominous bill was, such as our our protection of, our, of the United States, okay, it happened. He and I don't think he'll do it again. If he uses part of that money to build the wall under a national security issue. I'm glad he signed it. You know, to finally get the wall done. You're, and I, we actually we've got to get the sound by Ryan. We had Jessica Vaughn for Center of Immigration Studies. Uh, I think she was on Hannity or Tucker last night too. Uh, and she said, you know, there have been other presidents that have used money and reprioritized it. She said he could say that this this is a national emergency. I mean, this whole caravan thing might play into our hands, where he he can use it and say, look, we have random people coming up. We don't know who they are, what they are. As president, commander-in-chief, I'm going to take $20 billion from the $700 billion we got in the ominous bill for the Defense Department, build the wall. I don't and even he think could. he needs to do that. I think, I think the Justice Department or, and, and the Border Patrol staff can, should already justify the terrorists that have come over here from, what, Hamas um, and other terrorist groups, the drug dealing, the murders, the, the rip-off crews. Uh, God knows who's coming across foreign nationals like Chinese coming across mm-hmm. uh, what, what's that all about yeah. you know i think he's got enough right there to, you know and then this I yeah, hope, and if this I works hope. if this thing works then fine but i think he's got more than enough uh justification to build that wall okay listen jim thank you man i appreciate it you're welcome take, take care. care so uh he gets it he gets it and he's right it's the emotional it was that we were all pissed we felt like we got rolled and lied to and turned i mean ann coulter is she went crazy and and I get it. I'm just, well, yeah, I'm wondering, uh, you know, a good week and a half later, are you a little bit more calm now? You see what he's trying to do? You see what he's up against? We can't expect one. He's not a dictator. You complain, we complained for eight years. Obama was doing whatever he wanted. The Republicans had no stones to fight back. They fight back against Trump, but Obama did what he wanted. We said, you can't do that. We can't have our guy do that too, right? 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 Hmm. So really quick also, um, story from Agents Press Press. About this uh, this caravan thing, just real quick, real quick. Um, and I love Mexico's reaction to this. <clears throat> so yesterday I told you Mexico, uh, on Sunday the foreign minister, their Baghdad Bob guy, he said, uh, listen, we uh, this is an inaccurate news story. We work every day on immigration and migration and everything with America, blah, blah. Such a bunch of garbage, right? Well, all of a sudden Mexico has announced that they are going to disband this caravan tomorrow. Right. Um, now, why are they doing that? Because Trump is literally threatening them with everything that they need. He's, he's it's called leverage. The art of the deal. We're no longer pushovers. Right. I love this in this story. Mexico's government under no circumstances promotes irregular migration. The government said in a statement late Monday. What does that mean? Irregular migration. Irregular migration. So they promote regular migration. They're OK with that. But this is irregular. Mexico described the caravan as a public demonstration that seeks to draw attention to the migratory phenomenon and the importance of respecting the rights of Central American migrants. Whatever. Whatever. That's what that's what they said. Yep. And real quick, um, the Mexican president said about Trump, you know, threatening NAFTA. He said, listen, listen, listen. Quote, we have been conducting serious negotiations. Uh, we uh, you know, have the spirit of positivity, mutual respect and uh, cordiality, cordiality will continue because it got to be cordial. We have to. 
while looking for areas that really favor the development of the three countries. So he is worried. Trump said, hey, I'll cancel this in a heartbeat. And all of a sudden, look what Mexico does. We'll disband it. We're all good. We'll disband it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really quick. Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello, Mike. Hey, Garrett. I'm with everybody else. I was pretty upset about the spending bill. And uh, but time goes by, and Jim, Jim was about 100% right on what he said. And I think what's happening here, I think Trump is choosing the battle. I think he knew it wasn't the right time to have the spending bill battle. But it is the right time to have this immigration battle, and I think that's exactly what he's doing. Because uh, this will be a campaign issue in a, in a few months for the midterms. It, to go further with that, Garrett, I think he's going to ride this right into the midterms, and it's going to help the Republicans tremendously in the midterm election. Well, you so, know, so he's making the, he's making the left put their immigration policies right out in front of America where they can see it, and hmm. they don't like it. Ah, uh, you know what? I think you're onto something with that. I think you're onto something big time with that. And, and I mean, I, look, have you seen the difference in the last couple of days, last few days with Don? I said yesterday, campaign Don appears to be back. He wasn't, I mean, he's always against illegal immigration, but he hasn't been this outspoken against it in a very long time. Yeah, he's driving the conversation, Garrett, because he knows it's a winner. I'm telling you, man, I think you're, I think you're on. I hope it works. I really hope it works. Me too. So I'm, I'm not as angry as I was a week ago. I'm not happy about it, but I think he knew it wasn't the right time for that battle. And the other thing that happened, Garrett, is he closed all the swamp arrows. Yeah, you're right. But let me ask you this. If Kelly Ward doesn't beat uh, Martha in the primary, are you voting uh, for Martha to, to to get the seat instead of Kirsten Cinema? Well, of course I will. I don't want a Democrat in there. Okay. Of course you will. Okay. And everybody else will, too, Garrett. I just hope they come out with the same enthusiasm because the Democrats are going to crawl across broken glass to vote this time. They hate Trump. Yeah. And uh, we, we have to be, you know, we have to keep our nose down and just uh, keep pushing forward because we have to have the right people in there to support this guy. His agenda is the right one, and we know it. Mike, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for listening and chiming in. Take care, man. 734 on KNST AM 790. We'll get more of your action throughout the show. Uh, coming up in six minutes, though, there was a lockdown drill at a Tucson elementary school. And a principal was asked, do you want your teachers to be armed? A Tucson Elementary School principal. You'll hear her answer coming up in about six. Here's the latest right now from Fox. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 743, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Mexico says tomorrow we will disband the caravan. But it has nothing to do with Trump threatening us and stuff like that with NAFTA and, and things like No, 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 no. And yet the president of Mexico is like, listen, uh, we're we're having some good talks on NAFTA. Let's not go crazy here. Let's 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 be let's be cordial. Uh huh. Trump wins again. Second thing that I think you need to know: Trump fired off a, a tweet. He's had it. Uh, he fired off a tweet early this morning. Big the big caravan of people from Honduras now coming across Mexico, heading to our weak laws border. Had better be stopped before it gets there. Yeah, Mexico cash cow NAFTA is in play. Uh oh as is foreign aid to Honduras and other countries that allow this to happen. Congress must act now good for him. Third thing I think you need to know, we'll talk more about this in a second, two Arizona state lawmakers, uh, J.D. Mesnard, the House Speaker, and uh, Steve Yarbrough, the Senate President, both Republicans, said they want more added to the Doug Ducey school safety bill. They, they want... Teachers, janitors, staff, principals, anybody that wants to go through training to be armed in schools in Arizona, they want that as part of the safety bill. Uh, and Democrats said it's a non-starter. I'm sure Doug Ducey will chicken out because that's just what he does. 
Uh, but at least they're saying they support it. First lawmakers that I know that have said they support it. Three things I think you need to know. And on that note, really fast, uh, there was a story on KVOA. It, they, they witnessed, they did a story on Maldonado Elementary School here in Tucson. Maldonado Elementary School. They had a hard lockdown drill. The principal, Eva Almonte, was in charge of it. Um, hard lockdown drill. And they thought, oh, what a success. Remember, I mean, I guess you have to do it. You know, Trump said he's against these things because it scares kids. Does it? I mean, do you think it'll traumatize the kids? Or are they like, all right, this is cool. I don't have to sit here and listen to my teacher teach. Elementary school kids. I, you know, I don't know what, I'm trying to think what my five-year-old son would do. Yeah, they did this thing, blah, blah. I mean, it. Look, it's reality we have to face, but our school's doing enough. Now, I, I'm okay with what the superintendent at TUSD wants to do when it comes to hardening the schools. I don't like the fact that he's 100% against arming responsible human beings, responsible teachers, and stuff like that. And uh, the reporter, Matthew Schwartz, sat down with the principal of Maldonado Elementary. He also talked to Gabriel Trujillo, the superintendent at TUSD. I'll put another request to see if he'll come on the show I have not heard back from his lady. He's available every Tuesday to the media, except us, apparently. Um, And he's against guns. Schwartz talked to him, but Schwartz said, all right, President Trump said he wants teachers uh, to be armed. He supports arming teachers with guns. He asked Principal Maldonado what she thought about that. Are you, are you support, do you support arming teachers with guns too? And this is what she said. No, not at all. What? Not at all. Um, I just think about, you know, if they have a bad day, if somebody is to come and get their arms, what would happen? Then we have a serious potential harm in our site. Really? That is very, very... Um, you teachers. So again, if a teacher's yeah. having a bad day now, what's to stop a teacher from bringing a gun into school now? Thank you. I, I know. Is a very uh, Rachel Sedgwickian answer. You like that, Sedgwickian? If a teacher has a bad day, you know. You know, what about police? Yeah, I got to think yeah. those guys have a bad day all the time. Yeah, well. Considering what they have to put up mm-hmm. with. But they're trained. These are just teachers. Oh. <laughs> what if somebody is to come in and get their arms? Who's going to come in and, and do that? A bad guy? What's to stop them from doing it now? Why wouldn't they just go get the gun to begin with? Would bring it in themselves? It, it literally makes no sense. They just It's all emotion and everything else. It's like they're afraid to say, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to play something from over here. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. This is the principal. Uh, Matthew Schwartz asked her uh, if the kids are safe, if it's safe in the school, stuff like that. Uh, here we go. You feel safe here, and should the kids, teachers, and their parents feel safe? Absolutely. And after today's drill, even more so. So that's what made it's not you know having arms. The fact they did a good, a good lockdown drill, yes, everyone should feel safe. Maybe they do whatever. It's but you know what stops a bad guy with a gun? A lockdown drill? Nope. I think we saw it in uh, in Delaware. What stopped that that sixteen or seventeen year old whatever he was from doing that from shooting more people? A good guy with a gun. That's right. All right, let's play one more. This is uh, Gabriel Trujillo. He's against guns, of course. He's against uh, Army teachers. We talked about that last week. Um, what, is, what does he think is needed? Listen to this. We need to have a heavy-duty investment in security infrastructure, secure fencing around our schools, keyless oh, entry boardwalk. boxes, 
uh, high-quality surveillance systems that identify intruders or anybody coming on the campus. I, <laughs> so you're for a border wall. No, no, secure fence. Hmm. So you have that. Um, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Listen, again, I I would like to get everything that you can possibly get to prevent bad people from coming into the school. That's great. But also, there's to me, there's nothing wrong with teachers arming themselves. Again, tell me when a teacher, when they were legally allowed to carry a firearm on campus, when when did they do anything bad with it? I'd love to know. There's a story on the Daily Signal today, dailysignal.com. Uh, actually, was published yesterday. Concealed carry on campus is more common and useful than you thought. And it goes through all the states, all the states and what they do in Utah. In 2007, Utah became the first state to explicitly allow concealed weapons permit holders to carry firearms on public college campuses. Have you heard of any shootings there? And it goes through every state, every state. Um. <clears throat> Uh, by the way, I, I before I get to calls, there's one fact that you need to know. There are 19 armed school safety officers that patrol TUSD's 89 schools. Just let that sink in. Colin, welcome to KNST. Hello. Goodbye. What did Colin have? You wanted me to rush him in there. Oh, he said there's plenty of disabled veterans like himself that are out there looking for work who are plenty are very well trained to do this kind of work. I know we keep hearing it over and over and over. We'll talk more about these guys want to do it. They want it. They want to keep the kids safe. I mean, again, uh, it's all about the money, I guess, because again, if if I heard somebody say this, it's true. If I think it was, um, um, Meadows dad, um, Pollock down in Florida, lost his daughter in the Parkland shooting. Right. And he said, listen, the thing, reason nothing has happened. It's been six weeks. You know, if all of a sudden they're shooting on a plane or something happens on a plane, the hijacking happens, man, there's billions of dollars at stake in commerce. Uh, if there's a shooting at an NFL game, no one's going to go. There's billions of dollars at stake for the NFL. I guess people don't think kids' lives are worth billions of dollars. We'll continue. 751, it's KNST AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. 807 on this Tuesday. What are you doing? Your morning ritual. That's what you're doing. It's me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. Oh, what a day. What a day. Clear outside, mid-80s. Doesn't get any better than that. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one. Number one. uh, Mexico has now said they will shut down that caravan of soon-to-be illegal aliens tomorrow. Why not today? I don't know. They'll do it tomorrow. Why are they doing this? Because Trump threatened the gravy train. The cash cow known as NAFTA. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trump's words. That's what's doing it. You got to love that, right? Um, however, the caravan of illegals led by this random group of whatever, the community organizers, uh, they said, well, it doesn't matter. We're going straight to Baja, California. We're going on. We will continue. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Uh, but the Trump threats, they have worked. They have worked. 
Mexico didn't just all of a sudden change their mind after they called it a, an inaccurate news story. We're not responsible for this to all of a sudden, we're going to stop it Wednesday. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Second thing that I think you need to know, here are some of the words that the Trumpster used. He basically tweeted out this morning. It was about 3, 3.49, I think, this morning. I'll never because I was like, whoa, look at that. So the Trumpster uh, threatened Mexico. Not like with like physical force, but said cash cow NAFTA is in play. He said the uh, the caravan had better be stopped before it gets to our border. I'm, I'm paraphrasing that cash cow NAFTA is in play, as is foreign aid to Honduras and the countries that allow this to happen. So, again, you you want our cash ish? Uh, uh, you know, we give Mexico about three hundred twenty million dollars a year. Three hundred twenty million bucks a year. A lot of it goes to uh, help fight the drug cartel. Does that work out well, by the way? How does that work? You think that work? Yeah, I think the cartel is doing pretty well. But what if we don't give them through into twenty million? Does the cartel take over? That's the, the haters say. Well, you know, you just you, you can't stop doing it. It'll be even worse for us at the border. Why? Well, that's what I'm saying. Build the wall. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Mexico better shape up. You know who's going to suck? For the members of the government that get dropped into vats of acid if we don't help them try to fight those those drug lords. Anyway. Uh, so Trumpster threatened him on that, and it's a good thing. Third thing I think you need to know is that uh, two state lawmakers, uh, the House Speaker, Republican House Speaker J.D. Mesnard and the Senate President Republican Steve Yarborough, have said they support arming teachers, and they want to see that added to the Doug Ducey plan to secure schools. Democrats have already said that's off the table, that's a non-starter, blah, blah, blah. Why? Let's have it out. Let's do it. See what happens. Three things I think you need to know. First guys that I've seen, though, first lawmakers that have said we should uh, we should arm the teachers or the staff or the principal, the janitors, whoever else. So you have that. Three things, again, I think you need to know. Um, now, uh, really quick, there's a story. Uh, I saw it here, and I was like, when I read it, I was like, whoa. See, Mexico, this was the story. Um it says here in a statement, again, I read it in the last hour, under no circumstance, Mexico put this statement out, under no circumstance does the Mex- the government of Mexico promote illegal migration. Really? That's from the, uh, I think, is that the foreign, yeah, the foreign ministry, the Mexican foreign ministry, that's the Baghdad Bob guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Mexican Foreign Ministry put out a statement. So the caravan is mainly made up of people from Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. That's why Trump said any countries that are letting this happen, you want your aid cut off? Watch out. So they put this state. You ready for this? The Mexican Foreign Ministry said the caravan is mainly made up of people from Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador, and around 400 caravan participants who did not enter the country of Mexico lawfully had been repatriated to their countries of origin with the strict legal framework what saying it in nice terms now saying in layman's terms we deported their asses that's what that is so mexico can deport people that cross their border illegally and we're the worst people ever mexico actually has a bunch of lawyers they pay in america to take care of mexicans in america illegally Help them out with legal problems, whatever it is. Um, they could deport anybody they want. Where's the outrage? Where's the mean? Oh, you know what? This is just so wrong. Why wouldn't Mexico just accept all those people? They deported 400 people from the caravan that didn't enter Mexico legally. 
And they're honest about it, and that's okay. Where is Raul Grijalva to be upset about that? Where's Tom O'Halloran, the invisible congressman from District 1, Oro Valley on up? Where's that guy? Where, you're not mad about that, Tom? And by the way, again, Martha McSilent is still silent. Nothing on her Twitter feed, despite the fact that she is tough on the border, man. She is so tough on the border. She is so strong because she was a fighter pilot, you see. she's so And she has ovaries. She is so strong. She has ovaries, and she had them when she flew the planes. Do you know that? Can you, can you get the Martha stuff so people don't think I'm crazy if they didn't hear it? She said it when she announced she's running for Senate. She said, listen, I'm so tough. I'm, I'm so tough that I don't want to go on Garrett's show and actually answer questions. Uh, but I took on terrorists. Garrett, though, that Garrett guy, he's a uh, verbal terrorist. So I can't, uh, I can't take him on because I have no answers. Verbal and terrorist. yes, I'm a verbal terrorist. And <laughs> he's a verbal assassin. Stop terrorizing me. Thank you. So I can't, I can't do that, but I'm not, I'm not afraid of those liberals in Congress. No, 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 no. You know what? As long as it, it tests well in my PR people that are managing my campaign tell me to say stuff, I'll say it. Like, like this. This was in the video. Go ahead. I'm a fighter pilot, and I talk like one. That's why I told Washington Republicans to grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. Mm. And then, yeah, that one. I like that one. After taking on terrorists in combat, the liberals in the Senate won't scare me one bit. You'd think that somebody that scrambled to get on as many cable channels as she did in like a four-week span to claim that she was part of the Bob Goodlatte bill in the House that would uh, crack down on... uh, Sanctuary cities and uh, and what was it? it was everything the visa diversity lottery um, uh, chain migration all this stuff right build the wall you'd think that she would be outspoken and upset about the fact that people are headed here demanding things expecting things stuff like that but silence from Martha McSilence because John McCain has not told her to speak or something like that anyway remember if you don't know and we talked about this. After they canceled the interview they agreed to to come on the show with Martha, her PR person, not her scheduler at her office, but her PR person emailed Ryan on a Saturday night and said, my bad, I, I, I didn't realize that Martha had a breakfast when I said she could be on your guy's show, so I can't do it, we'll be in touch, yes, stay in touch, and they never got back to us, even though we emailed them repeatedly. Did they ever get back to you from, last, from yesterday or no? No, just a form letter. Okay. Your so, email's really important to me. Yes, it is. So, um... Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So Martha, and I looked this up, the woman that emailed Ryan from the PR company was part of the McCain 2008 presidential team. So uh, that's where the swamp works. They all know what to do in that aspect. So there you have it. So anyway, uh, Mexico has deported 400 of these people. Ah, oh, it's just mean and terrible and stuff like that. Bunch of hypocrites. Uh, I believe uh, Alanis Morissette said it well. Isn't it ironic? ironic? Yes. You ought to know. You owe me a beer. Um, Thank you. Now, the list of demands. I have it on my page at knst.com. I put it on my Facebook page as well. And you should be all fired up about it. I don't know why you wouldn't be. Go see it. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it. And it's already already been shared a bunch of times. Okay, I just put it up a few minutes ago. Cool. Go do that. Uh, Comment on it on my Twitter at Garrett Lewis there as well. Uh, the demands are just, uh, they're awesome. I mean, I really do. I love these demands. To the governments of Central America, Mexico, and the United States of America, to the media, to human rights organizations, to civil society, society, society. 
We're a group of people from different nations, religions, genders, gender expressions, and sexual orientations. This is like a college uh, thing. It, it sounds like it'd be from a college nowadays. How does right? it get worked back in? I don't know, but this is from the refugee caravan, the Pueblo Sin Fronteras. We're a group of people from different nations, religions, genders, gender expressions, and sexual orientations migrating and seeking refuge. Maybe it's like, listen, you could say no to any old illegal alien, but if you say no to a transgender illegal alien, then you're a real son of a bee, and no one's going to like you. I don't know. We seek to become one collective, they write, supporting each other shoulder to shoulder and demonstrating that by uniting, we can abolish borders. And there you have it. What more do you need to know, right? That's why, how are American law, law uh, lawmakers, officials, whatever, how are they not mad about this? This group is literally like, we want to destroy your border. We want to get rid of your border. Uh, so let us in. That's the whole point of this. All right? This is what they want. We hope to be an example of solidarity and struggle to the world, blah, blah, blah. We demand of our Central American countries, you ready for this? Right? An end to political corruption, an end to violence against women, and the LGBTQIA community. Again, it's, it used to be just illegal aliens. Now it's illegal aliens and uh, the alphabet soup community. An end to failures of justice for victims of domestic violence, extortion, threats, and homophobia. An end to corruption between gangs, the police, and governments. An end to murder with impunity and gang recruitment of youth. Well, that I'm sure by you coming to America illegally, that'll stop gangs from recruiting young people. Right? Right? And then... And they, then they have demands of America and Mexico. America and Mexico. But before we do that, Ryan's making me do this. Timothy, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hi, I wanted to make a joke about Martha McSilent. Okay. Which is that women overreact. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> He's true, though. Women are extremely emotional. They overreact. They can't be trusted with certain things. That's why they can't be president. They'll hit the button. Only if they hit the button on the blender. I'm just, come on. We can't say that now? Really? That's the line? All right, listen. No, this car- this ca- Thank you. As long as you don't agree with it, you don't get in trouble, but I will. So the uh, the caravan of illegals, they have they have a demand, and it's on my page at KNSC.com and on my Facebook page and Twitter, a demand of Mexico and the U.S. Wait till they he- Wait till you hear. Well, this caravan of soon-to-be illegal aliens headed this way is demanding of you and our country, as if they expect this. And again, the whole point is they want to they want to abolish borders. Isn't that just nice? We'll get to that. Coming up in about five minutes. Don't go anywhere. 820, Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. talk. See, I was proven right. 826. Sunny, about 84 today. I was proven right, though. Don't do it. This had to be the one time my wife was listening when I made the <laughs> comment about women and being emotional and they can't do things like... And then what'd she do? She reacted emotionally and cursed at me on a text. So, once again, I'm right. It happens all the time. Enjoy that couch surf. It's not bad. It's not bad. So let me get you uh, the, the list of demands that these illegal aliens, soon-to-be illegal aliens, these migrants, whatever, coming up from, uh, 
through Mexico, from Honduras and Ecuador and Guatemala and everything else. And again, I, I still don't, this is hilarious to me, how you're just really intertwining, but this is what happens. You, it's not just one group anymore. It's, it's not just illegals, because you can be against illegals, but you can't be against an illegal that's part of the LGBTQIA community. What is the I? Interspecies? Is that what it is? Intersectional? Inter intersex? What is the A? Because the Q is questioning, isn't it? Affordable. Is it? Okay. An affordable date. Anyway, so they write also, we demand of Mexico and the United States. Again, this is the press release from Pueblo Sin Fronteras. Refugee Caravan 2018. I mean, it's, it's like a rock tour. We demand of Mexico and the United States that they respect our rights as refugees and our right to dignified work to be able to support our families. Excuse me? Excuse me? That they open the borders to us because we are as much citizens as the people of the countries where we are and or travel. Wow. Maybe this is why, and there's more, by the way, maybe this is why you haven't had a lot of people criticize it from the Democratic side, even the Republican side, a bunch of swamp monsters, because they're also for open borders. These people actually are claiming that, again, they're citizens of whatever country they travel. That doesn't exactly work that way. You ready? There's more. That deportations, which destroy families, come to an end. Hmm. No more abuses against us as migrants. One. They demand dignity and justice. They demand that the U.S. government not end TPS for those who need it. That's like if you want to come here, if there's a calamity or natural disaster or something in your country, you can come here and stay for a temporary amount of time. Like the, uh, what was it, El Salvadorians? I believe so, El Salvadorians that, that were here in the, there was a big earthquake there like 17 or 18 years ago, and they got to stay here, and they're supposed to leave and go back, and they never did. Trump, a few months ago, said, guys, got to go back, and he's the one that ended it because he's good like that. But they want us to not end it. No no T. Don't end the TPS. The T stands for temporary. Not the TPS report from office space. They also demand that the U.S. government stop massive funding for the Mexican government to detain Central American migrants and refugees and to deport them. Don't they do that on their own? Really, we fund that? That these governments, Mexico and the U.S., respect our rights under international law, including the right to free expression, and that the conventions on refugee rights not be empty rhetoric. And they have a poem. They have a poem. You ready for the poem? The border is stained red because there they kill the working class. Why do they kill us? Why do they murder us if we are the hope of Latin America? doesn't even rhyme. I don't get it. They give phone calls for people to call to ask them about it. Maybe we should call them. It's not a bad idea. You can call numbers? them, too. There's numbers. It's on the press release. And I put it up. I mean, it's public info. It's on their own Facebook page. And I just copied it and put it on KNST.com. And I'm on, you, you want to call these people? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. It's like talking to crazy people. That's fine. Maybe we'll get them on for tomorrow. I do it all the time. Okay. Well, we'll see if we get them on the next hour. I'll give you the numbers during the break. What do you think about those demands, huh? Yeah, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Big demands, huge, huge demands. Once again, um, Mexico said, we're done. Uh, we're, we're going to stop the caravan 
disbanded Wednesday. They've been traveling through Mexico for nine days. We're gonna tomorrow they're gonna disband it. Why why wait till tomorrow? I don't know. The caravan organizer said though they expect at least some of the migrants to continue north to the American border. This is in BuzzFeed where and a, and a reporter is embedded with them. Uh, Gina Garibo, one of the organizers of Pueblos Sin Fronteras, said at the end of the day, these people have the right to ask for asylum. No, they actually don't. And she denied the caravan was over. We have to follow through with our promise to help people gain asylum in the U.S. from Mexico. Another organizer, Alex Mensing, called the Mexican action a victory for the caravan. So the Mexicans saying they're going to disband it is actually a victory. Organizers had successfully persuaded Mexico, their government, to allow caravan members to apply for asylum in the U.S. and Mexico. They said they'll allow people that are really sick and pregnant ladies. Everybody else has to get out of here. But he said, don't be fooled. The government isn't disbanding it. It's conceding its participants' right to apply for asylum without traveling in the shadows. Right, right. Mm -hmm. I don't buy it, do you? 880-KNST, 880-5678. And this all happened... They're finally going to crack down because, why? Because Trump talked tough. You know what's really scary, though? The Rio Grande Valley Border Patrol chief said, listen, we're prepared for this caravan. It's the same number of illegal aliens we see every day. Yeah. Let's build that damn wall. Let's build it. Let's re uh, reallocate those funds, please. It'd be nice. It'd be real good. Um, by the way, there's more press releases. One was yesterday. There was another one yesterday by Pueblo Sin Fronteras. And I remember I I was prepping. Um, I I thought I read some very interesting stuff. Uh, Yes, yes, they ripped Trump in a press release and people like you. But you owe them stuff to be here. I'll tell you about that coming back. We got to get to the mom that woke up her kids for Easter in a very special way. She wanted them to rise and she got arrested. We'll get it right here in Arizona. It's coming up right now. Here's the latest from Fox. Talk. You don't mean whack a beehive with a stick. No, no, that's why I was like mob style. Oh, like okay. mob style. Like, get out of here, bees. No, that's not a smart move. No. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest that. Neither would Five Star. I'll tell you that. Oof. 841, and there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, Mexico has said we are going to disband the caravan tomorrow. And nothing to do with Trump threatening us and stuff. No, 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 no. Nothing. Shh. No, 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 no. Right? Um, <clears throat> however, the caravan has said, doesn't matter. We're continuing to march. It's reported in BuzzFeed. Yep, we're going to continue. It's going to happen. I don't care. No, no, we're going to get people to America. That's what we're going to do. Who will win, huh? Who will win? They want to go to Baja, California. That's where they're going to cross. Baja, California. At least it's California. Will they show up in the census? Uh, the second thing I think you need to know, Trump is getting tough with this. Again, campaign Don seems to be back which is cool. He tweeted out very early this morning, a big warning again, the big caravan of people from Honduras now coming across Mexico and heading to our weak laws border. Had better be stopped before it gets there. Cash cow NAFTA is in play, as is foreign aid to Honduras and the countries that allow this to happen. Congress must act now. So that's why all of a sudden uh, the president of Mexico is like, hey, hey, we're doing some good negotiations on NAFTA. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden in a day, they went from yesterday of, this is an inaccurate news story. We'd never do anything like that too. We'll disband it tomorrow. That's all Trump. They say no, it's all Trump. Third thing I think you need to know, two Arizona lawmakers have said they support arming teachers, staff, principals, you name it. 
Uh, they want to see it put into the Doug Ducey plan to secure schools. You have House Speaker J.D. Mesnard, Senate President Steve Yarbrough. They support it. These are two big wigs. It's a big deal. Democrats say, nope, not going to do it. Non-starter. Maybe we'll get one of those two guys on for tomorrow, Ryan, to, to find out what exactly uh, they can do to make this happen. Um, don't let me forget. Three things I think you need to know. No, no. So that's cool. Forget what? Exactly. Exactly. All right. So I have the, the uh, list of demands on my page at knst.com and on my Facebook page. It's all there for you. People are mad as they should be. Why not? Um, however, let's play. Do you have the audio of that uh, mom of the year? This is just too much. Um, now, my kids aren't teenagers yet. Generally, on the weekend, my son wakes me up. He doesn't want to sleep in on the, you know, Saturdays. It'll be 6 a.m. And I'm like, I can finally sleep past 3. Let me, let me go. And all of a sudden, I'll just fear. I'll, I'll feel. I'll feel an object, something staring at me. And I'll open my eyes. And my son is like four inches from my face. Dad. Pancakes. And I was like, what? Dad, I'm hungry. Pancakes now. That's what I get. There will be a time, I'm sure, when my kid doesn't want to wake up and I have to go wake him up. I can't wait for those days. I can't wait to just open the blinds, turn on the lights, throw some water on them. I'll get my revenge. It'll happen. Especially on the youngest one. He doesn't want to sleep. Oh, it's over. Oh, yeah. I'm plotting my revenge already. He's eight months old and plotting my revenge. Uh, there is a woman in Phoenix, who got arrested because she wanted to wake up her kids to go to Easter services. They didn't want to wake up. So uh, she did what any good mother would do. Uh, you, you know, when I say get up and go to Easter services, you get up. No, no, no. So she got out her taser. Oh, yeah. Don't tase me, bro. Oh, no, she did. And she was arrested. And she's... Rise! Is that... No, can I say that? It's okay. Yep. A teenager would not wake up for church, so she tased him, and she was okay with that. Sharon Dobbins. Sharon Dobbins. Uh, listen to this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Holy smokes. <laughs> that make me get out of yeah, bed that, real that, fast. Yeah, that made me turn. I was like, what, what was going on? I, I swear I felt that. That was just a YouTube clip. Let's hear what she had to say. This is, uh, this is from uh, ABC News. Here we go. Get up. It's Jesus Day. All she wanted was to go to church. But instead of a pew, this Phoenix mom spent most of Easter in a jail cell. I don't think I did anything wrong. Oh. Because you're supposed to put God first. And that's all I was trying to tell my Mm -hmm. kids, put God first. But Sharon Dobbins says her sons were putting their friends first. They did not want to go to services here at Greater New Zion Baptist Church. Instead, they wanted to hang out with their buddies all day. So when one of her sons refused to get up and get ready... Police say Sharon tased him. Mm. He was like, Mom, I'm calling the police. I said, you can call police, UPS, DPS, whoever you want to call. The police were on the phone, and I told the dispatcher, I told her, I said, you need to be with Jesus right now. Sharon telling pause us. Pause it, pause it, go she back. Brought the taser. She, you, can call, you can call police, you can call UPS, DPS, call FedEx. Go to get us. He was like, Mom, I'm calling the police. I said, you can call police, UPS, DPS, whoever you want to call. Police were on the phone, and I told the dispatcher, I told her, I said, you need to be with Jesus right now. Sharon oh. telling us she brought the taser out, but only as a threat. Did you tase your son? No, I made, uh, I made the noise with the taser, but I did not tase my son. 
But Phoenix oh. police say the boy had two marks on his left leg. Oh. They arrested her and brought her here to the 4th Avenue jail, where she spent 12 hours. Nobody writes a book on the correct way of parenting. Now well. the 16-year-old boy is out of the house, staying with relatives for the time being. Sharon says she's learned her lesson and hopes her boys have learned theirs. I told my sons this, honor that mother, that father, or the days will be shortened. That's my favorite. Or I'll tase him. <laughs> I think Dr. Spock wrote a book about kids Is that what? and raising them. Did she just, nobody wrote a book about raise, you know, how to raise kids properly. I mean, I tased them. I, I didn't really do it, though. Granted, What if the kid was lying, though? Because the kid won. He didn't go to church. Next time, you know, hey, let's go to church. Now I'm going to call the cops again. Tell them you did something to me, Mom. You get locked up all day, can hang out, play video games. Uh, apparently, did she? They wasn't in that story. There's in another story. Her kids, uh, not exactly the best kids. Uh, one is on probation. Right? It says here an 18 year old and 17 year old were also in the room of the apartment and witnessed the incident. So they witnessed it, uh, even though she said she didn't do it. Victim didn't complain of any pain. Uh, she said that she has two children who are on probation. Not one, two. Sorry, two children on probation. It's awesome. Including the 16-year-old who was allegedly tased. So you got 18, 17, 16. Uh, two are on probation. She told the judge he has an ankle bracelet on. He's under my custody and everything. So if I want to tase him, I'll tase him. Well, she didn't say that part. She said he's under my custody and everything. She, uh, the judge said, do not have any contact with the child. And she said, well, I have no other place for him to live. So he said, all right, fine. And you're released from jail. You go from there. I, I'm not into the whole uh, helicoptering and coddling and stuff like that. But tasing's a bit much. Like I was talking with my kid's daycare teacher yesterday. And she's like, we had to go through this course. And, you know, you can't let kids do anything. They can't fall backwards. When they learn how to stand, they're going to fall down. And they learn how to stand up that way. No, the kids are going to get hurt. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm like, I think kids are a little bit too protected nowadays. It's okay to fall down and go boom. It's, it's all right. Tasing them might be a little bit too much. Nope. Well, they can't fall down and go boom at school because they can, they can be sued. Maybe. At home. Probably. Right. I think you're right. Yeah. That's probably it. That's probably it there, too. Uh, all right. Um, oh, I love this one. We have time for this. Ooh, it's going to be tough. Uh, if not, we'll get to it in the next, uh, in the next hour. Uh, you know, when I was in college, I got credit for taking classes. Apparently, now you can get credit for, uh, for taking, um, well, going to conferences. What kind of a conference? Wait till you hear what kind of conference this is that gets kids credit in college. Oh, yeah. By the way, this is, my mom just texted, I wish I had a taser. See, I told you they tried to kill me. I've told you that several, you know, this story. And She'd hit me with a spoon, I'd laugh. She stuck soap in my mouth, I laughed. The only thing that you get is I'll tell your dad, no, 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 whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa, that works hold every up. Time. <laughs> uh, I can laugh about it now. Uh, my kick- mo- leave it to my mother. I wish I had a taser. Thanks. Thanks. She kicked you out on the, on the uh, New Jersey turnpike, yes, right? thank you. That's good enough. When it was snowing. Oh, it's even better. And the exits are like 10 miles apart. <laughs> Stop laughing. You're encouraging her. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Yeah, I'm putting my kids in your 
Anyway, 850, uh, we'll continue. It's KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Bump, bump. Yes, 908, what's up? It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yeah, there are three things that I think you need to know. Uh, Number one, the caravan of soon-to-be illegal aliens is headed up toward America, but Mexico has said, we're going to break that up by tomorrow. And Mexico said, we're going to do that not because of Trump, but because of stuff. Yeah, Trump is threatened. Said, yeah, I'll take NAFTA off the table. I'll do all kinds of things. But it doesn't matter. The caravan's like, we don't care. We're going to go straight to America. Oh, yeah. We're winning. We're going to have asylum uh, granted to some people in Mexico. And we're going to go to America. That's what we're going to do. Really? Really? We'll see what happens. And this is after the second thing I think you need to know. Trump campaign Don is back again. He is threatening NAFTA. He said, hey, Mexico, cash cow and NAFTA, it's on the line. What are you going to do? And all of a sudden... We're going to disband it by tomorrow, but another new with Trump, I swear. He also threatened Honduras. He said, any country that's help, helping this caravan, Honduras and any other country, will cut off your financial aid. We'll cut off your financial aid if you don't stop this. And he said, Congress must also act now. Yet, let me just tell you, Martha McSilent is staying silent. And I tweeted this. For someone that is such a border hawk, right? She's out there, oh, I'm tough. We need to be tough and tough and tough. She hasn't said a damn word about this caravan of illegals and how they're expecting things and a demand list and everything else. So not a word from Martha McSilent. Third thing I think you need to know, a couple of Arizona lawmakers, Senate President Steve Yarborough, House Speaker J.D. Mesnar, both Republicans, said we back arming staff in schools that want to be armed. We want this added to Ducey's plan to protect schools. Democrats have said that's dead on arrival. Well, we'll see what happens. Three things I think you need to know. All right. So this is uh, this is nice. Remember when you go to college, you'd, you'd get credit for taking classes and do that kind of stuff and blah, blah, blah. Now, apparently, you can earn credit at a particular college by attending a conference. A conference. The conference is a white privilege conference. Of course it is. You knew it would be, right? You did realize that. Of course, uh, Pima County Supervisor Dick Elias thinks Allie Miller's racist because she's like, I'm just sick and tired of getting kicked around because I'm white. And that, oh my God, that means you hate everybody else. No, no, it doesn't. How many, uh, how many anti-Hispanic, anti-black, anti-whatever conferences are there? I don't think really any, huh? But there's all these anti-white conferences. Students at the University of Colorado Springs, Colorado at Colorado Springs, they can earn up to three credits through a course that requires them to attend the annual white privilege conference. Is this like how you use your white privilege or... the? You know, discounts and credits, or mm-hmm. what, what, what's you the just, conference about? It's white privilege. Like what's it, what it's, it gets you? I think so. Which, as a white person, maybe I need to take this to learn what I can get because I don't know exactly what I can get. 
except being told that I will not qualify for any kind of financial aid because I'm a white male when I was in college. That was when my white privilege got me that. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Um, white privilege conference. It's taught by somebody named Abby Ferber, a sociology professor. You gotta love that. Who also co-organizes the white privilege conference. The intersections of privilege course is meeting exclusively online for required attendance at the annual conference. It'll be held this year in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Grand Rapids, Michigan. The class is built around the White Privilege Conference designed to provide foundational knowledge, provide an opportunity to connect the White Privilege Conference experience, the experience, with research and best practices in the field and to apply knowledge gained there. That's the description. Uh, So she co-organizes the White Privilege Conference and uh, the Intersections of Privilege course. That's online. Though the course description is brief, this is from Campus Reform, by the way. The White Privilege Conference is well known as an annual conference dedicated to deconstructing white privilege, promoting social justice advocacy, and elevating strategies for white people to promote racial justice. Hmm. And none of this is racist in any way. Of course not. Especially the workshops that include breaking the chains of capitalism and white supremacy, the whiteness of law, and how whiteness kills. Kills. Is it like bad mail? Not a, you know what? Mate, yeah, you might be onto that. I don't think they're going to do that here, but you might be onto something. <laughs> Students in the intersections of privilege class can choose from among more than 100 individual workshops. And those are examples that I just gave you. I want to go check out the how whiteness kills. So as a white person, I could figure out what I'm doing to kill people and stop it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be at Grand Valley State University, April 4th through 7th, which is uh, tomorrow. It's initially offered, uh, oh, Grand Valley State University initially offered its students scholarships to cover registration costs. Isn't that great? Until campus reforms like, hey, we heard about this. Uh, the How is the public university paying for this? And all of a sudden they said, yeah, okay, well, let's go. Well, you got to pay yourself now. Whoops. They were using taxpayer dollars to, to get kids there, students there. While students are promised academic credit for attending, it's unclear if any additional homework or essays are required for the course. Because Abby Ferber, the person that organizes this, co-organizes it, never responded to a whole bunch of inquiries from campus reform. Don't you love it? They're just so very proud of what they do, but they can't talk about it. She's like Martha McSilent there, too. John McCain, Jeff, like the rest of them. So, uh, the course can be applied to, uh, can be applied to toward the University of Colorado's graduate certificate, uh, graduate certificate in diversity, social justice, and inclusion. They actually have that. You can get a graduate certificate. Is that is that like a real thing? Is that like where you is it a degree? Is it just a, you put a certificate on the wall? Hey, mom, dad, look what I got here. I got a certificate in diversity, social justice, and inclusion. Great kid. What do you can do for a living? I don't know. Gonna fight the man. Yeah, I'm gonna organize stuff. Be inclusive. Get out to the garage and organize <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly. So to earn the certificate, students can also take other classes such as unmasking whiteness, not racist, and another on social health justice. There you go. There you go. Social Don't even ask. Health. Is that like uh, herpes and stuff? I who knows? Bed bugs? Who knows? 
So according to uh, this Abby Ferber's faculty profile, she's widely recognized as a leading scholar of the far right. Conducted many workshops on the far right, hate crime and teaching about hate. See, there you go. It's not like the far left hates anybody. No, 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 no. They don't. No, no hate crimes there on the far left. It's only the I'm an expert. She's a leading scholar on the far right. You know, the talk radio people, the talk radio listeners, the talk radio hosts, Trump. They teach hate. We talk hate, hate crime. Oh, yeah. All there. All to the far right. Leading scholar. That's what her faculty profile says. She's also currently teaching a class on racial storytelling. They go to college for this. They go into debt. Taking a great class on racial storytelling. Like poetry? See, it wasn't racist, but I really enjoyed like the Andrew Dice Clay version of poems. Little Miss Muffets. (laughs) 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 Hickory dickory. Okay. So uh, anyway, she also has a class on perspectives of race and ethnic relations. I got to click this link just to see what she looks like. Faculty profile. Oh, of course, there's no picture of her. It's a dark, black, uh, shadowy figure. What was she, the name again? Oh, wait. Uh, Abby Ferber. A-B-B-Y Ferber. P-H-D. Abby Ferber. No, no. F-E-R-B-E-R. Yeah. You doing images? Go to images. Images. Oh, boy. Exactly what I thought it was. A chick that has probably never had a date. Very angry. She kind of looks like Meg Griffin. Larger. But yes. No, make No. Worse. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, she's the author of a book. This is great. We got to get this. She's the author of White Man Falling. Race, Gender, and White Supremacy. I sure that back in 1998 before it was cool. Wow. She also has co-edited two new volumes of, oh, yeah. She's the editor of Homegrown Hate. Gender and Organized Racism. Hmm. University making a difference. University students of color speak out. So she probably writes her own books to then have her students buy them and teaches about them. Anyway, she co-edited two new volumes of homegrown hate, gender and organized racism. The new basics, sex, gender and sexuality and the matrix reader examining the dynamics of privilege and oppression, both designed for classroom use. There you go. So she writes the books and makes it happen. Well, we don't know if she curses though. So I don't want to, uh, we have a soundbite of her from. For, I, I I want to make sure that it's not. Uh, it's from a seminar. Yeah, I know, but you never know what the line. Let's listen to it during the break. I have a delay. R- no, it doesn't matter. Ryan has found a uh, YouTube clip. It's described as Abby Ferber, the segregationist. <laughs> well, that, I thought it's only the right that would do those kinds of things. No, come on. So this is now what's being taught. I mean, it, we know it's being taught. And if you're upset about it, you're a racist. Apparently, like Allie Miller in Supervisor Dick uh, Dick Elias's uh, eyes. She's just racist. Of course, it's because she's white, right? It's because she's white. Isn't that racist, too, to say that? Yes. Yes. That's the whole. Yes. All right. Wait, we'll find out what Abby Ferber has to say. And then we got to get to um, the news. What are the what does the media think of the news or people, the Americans? They think they think the news is really fake. Uh, and we got to get to the also the, the latest press release from this caravan of illegals group. 
going after uh, you and the president and everybody else. We'll get to all that coming up uh, in about uh, four. We'll start again. Stay with me here. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Stimulating talk. Yes, I'm done. Thank you. 925. Facebook.com slash Radio. Check out the list of demands. The list of demands from that caravan group. It's on my page. Facebook.com slash Radio. Like and follow it and comment on it because it's fun to do. It's fun to do. Sunny high about 84 today. Uh, this is awesome. So this chick, Abby Ferber, she's a professor, a white professor. Um, a white professor who, again, a sociology something or other, she is a leading scholar about the hate and the racism and everything that the far right does, that she teaches this in college. Leading scholar of how bad the far right is. Isn't that great? Wasn't that, that, wow. <clears throat> so anyway, um, there, there, apparently there was some kind of, was it a class? I think it was a class. This is uh, from May 18th, 2014. A YouTube video, she didn't realize she was being taped. She starts talking about how they have to give people of color a safe space because white people suck. She's white. She's white. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. I got this email real quick. Abby Ferber. Yep, you guessed it. And this is a woman, I guess, that not only has never had a date, but never had a real job. I mean, what else can you do with a PhD in sociology? I don't, yeah, I got, I got you. You just smoke pot and think. You come up with theories. <laughs> Over-examine things. I like uh, your life choices. That too, yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about why do you think this is happening? Oh, let's just do this. I'm, I swear that's that's how they come up with this stuff. <laughs> I swear. Because you have to be out of your mind to just sit back and like over-examine things to the point of like stupidity. Listen to what she said in this class. Then she gets caught in a one-on-one discussion, doesn't realize she's being videotaped. Here we go. Hi, I'm Abby Ferber, and I'm here as a white ally to white the ally. facilitators of this caucus. White ally. I want to honor this space as one for people of color and indigenous people. If there are any white people here, I request that you come with me outside so that we can talk about why it's so important that we have this space for people of color. And so I urge other white people like me to come with me and honor this one opportunity for people of color to have their own space. Thank you. The problem is because this is a white supremacist and white privilege-based society and that white privilege and racism manifests itself here throughout the day as well, Mm-hmm. People of color feel they need to have a safe space among themselves at the end of the day to kind of debrief the emotion and the suffering and the pain in which they've experienced even throughout the day. Really? I just have two questions. One, do you think that racism could be defined as uh, discrimination against somebody based off the color of their skin? No. No? Or how would you no. define racism? I would define that as discrimination. Racism is is discrimination plus a, an institutionalized system of power, oh. and so, so that would I still be not, okay. And a racist action would be uh, discriminating against somebody because of in our nation, the color racism. Of skin. White people do not experience racism. No, nope. white people can experience discrimination, but not white, not racism. There you go. There she is, getting paid from taxpayers. Holy friggin' crap. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Oh, man. <clears throat> yep. Unless you're white, you just don't get it, right? 
You're white. You have the privilege. If you're not white, you don't understand the privilege you have. Or I have. I, I don't get it. I don't. You don't understand, Garrett. It was a lot easier for you and stuff like that. Yeah, it was so easy for me. I moved to Arizona with 500 bucks in my pocket. Said, I'll try. I'll try. That's That was the privilege, right? Give me a friggin' break. Cry me a river. Enough is enough. By the way, how insulting is it to black people, Hispanic, anybody, any minority, that apparently you're so weak and this and that, you need your own space, you have to be treated differently. Coddled. By the way, she's segregated. The, all right, all white people out of here. Let's Let's separate the white people from everybody that's not white. But that's not racist. You don't understand. That's just not, that's not racist. You're out of your mind if you think it is. 880-KNST, 880-5678. What is the point of having this person on a payroll? Right? What is the point? Now, speaking of, uh, of racist and stuff like that, where did it go? Did I have that or did I just get rid of it? I think I have it somewhere. The Pueblo. I have to get to their Facebook page. They put out a, another, they, they decided to attract uh, got to, decided to attack, excuse me, um, the right wing uh, and President Trump. They every, Everything is terrible and bad and stuff like that. Oh, wait, here we go. This is what it is. Um, one of the guy, and by the way, Ryan tried to reach out. He reached out to the, uh, the people that were in the press release, right? He reached out to them, and we... One voicemail was full. The other one, it just rang and rang and rang. It is what it is. But uh, they put out a press release yesterday, the Pueblo Sin Fronteras, another one. And the end of it, it says right here, uh, as word of the size and causes of the caravan has spread through networks of solidarity, right-wing supremacists have responded by threatening and calling for violence against its participants and supporters publicly in the news. And on social media and personally with hate-filled phone calls and emails. I have not seen any of this reported in the news, but whatever. Uh, these threats, they write, have gone so far as to include calls from militias and Border Patrol agents to open fire and even carry out drone strikes on caravan members, among them children as young as one month old. That's stupid. Come on, give me a break. On April 1st, the U.S. president opportunistically invoked refugee caravans as a pretext for threatening immigrants already in the country. No, illegals, dude. Specifically DACA recipients with a so-called nuclear option to remove their protections from detention and deportation. The nuclear option is to do 51 votes. These people are so stupid. They write, Trump is trying to turn Central American refugees and other immigrant communities against each other. Really? No, he's trying to secure a border. And use them as a bargaining chip with Mexico in the face of this bullying and these threats of mass violence. We continue to stand in solidarity with with displaced people of all races ethnicities, creeds, abilities, gender, sexual identities. We invite all those who envision a world where human rights are honored to join us. Okay, right. You know what's funny? They have demands, uh, and we must honor them, but they don't honor our demands, and our demands are laws. And they, nope, not, no, we're not, no way, no way. No way. That's the thing that's ironic here, too. Again, we must listen to them. But when we say these are our laws, listen to us. Nope, screw you. Your laws suck. We want to abolish the borders. Really? It's like the Parkland students, like Hogg and the rest of them. You know, we got to listen to what they say. They can't listen to what we say. Shirley, welcome to KNST. Hello, Shirley. Hi, how are you? All right, what's happening? 
Well, I just, uh, I've been listening to you regularly, and I called McSally, Flake, and uh, McCain's office this morning. They have no official statement. Uh, there's nothing on their website. They're, they don't have it. I said they're going to be here in a couple days, and these idiots don't have any any idea of what they're going to do. These people are going invi- to invade the United States without firing a shot, and nobody's doing anything. And they said, we don't know about it, or we have no statement about it? We have no statement. She hasn't made an official statement. Of the, um, she has an, uh, an opinion on it. Uh, McCain has uh, uh, something on his website, but uh, they couldn't find it. And Flake uh, is just uh, he's rooting him you know, on. Flake. He's rooting him on is what he's doing. So we have the biggest <laughs> story in the country. The president has been tweeting about it like crazy. They have no problem attacking the president for sneezing the wrong way. The president is attacking them, uh, is, is going after Mexico for letting this happen in other countries. And these boneheads literally were like, well, we, we have nothing to say about this. Incredible. Right. Incredible. Listen, Shirley, thank you for calling them up and then sharing that with us. I really do appreciate Everybody, it. Everybody, get on the phone and do it. You're right. You know what? All you got to do is Google their number. You go to their D.C. office. Did you call the D.C. That's office right. or the D.C. office or the Phoenix office? Uh, I called the, the um, Washington. Okay, good. Their yeah. offices. It's a two hundred two number. Call them and flood the phone lines and say, "Why don't That's you guys right. say anything?" You're right. I wish more people did what you did. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Well, do it, America. There you go, Shirley. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. You too. Take bye. care. Bye bye. Nine thirty four. We'll get to the story. More of your action to this eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. And on top of that. Uh, the amount of people that actually think that uh, broadcast news and network news and cable news is fake news is astounding. Wait till you hear it. Right now, here's Fox. Mexico a couple days ago said this is an inaccurate news story. We have nothing to do with this, too. <clears throat> we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll get rid of them on Wednesday. We'll get rid of them on Wednesday. Hmm. Thanks, Trump. Second thing that I think you need to know, Trump talked tough. I want you to know this. He's doing it. Campaign Don is back. Uh, the Don went to Twitter early this morning. And he said, oh boy, about that caravan, watch out. The big caravan of people from Honduras coming across Mexico and heading to our weak laws border had better be stopped before it gets there. Cash cow NAFTA is in play, as is foreign aid to Honduras and the countries that allow this to happen. Congress must act now. They're on it. Third thing I think you need to know is two big-time powerful Republicans in the state legislature are supporting arming teachers, principals, janitors, staff at schools. They want that included in the Doug Ducey school security plan. Uh, J.D. Mesnar, the House Speaker, Senate President Steve Yarbrough, they want this. They back it. Democrats say non-starter. We'll see who wins. Three things I think you need to know. Um, well, President Trump has just announced the military is going to the border until we fix our laws. Wow. One, do you have? Uh, I don't know if it's on. It's probably not on. Let me find out. I don't think it's on anchored. Um, so Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Has, hang on. This is the Trumpster. Uh, at this moment, it seems they've broken up large numbers of that particular caravan, and uh, we'll see what happens. But we're prepared at our border. We cannot have people flowing into our country illegally, disappearing, and by the way, never showing up to court. Yes. So the court case will be set for two years or three years, if you can believe this. And they never show up. For the most part, very rarely do they show up. Plus, if you notice, they're trying to hire thousands of judges. So every person that walks across and they're taught to say the right thing, 
They walk across, and then they go, and they're supposed to go to court. So we're supposed to have thousands of judges because we cannot have them taken out. We have to bring them before a ridiculous court system. We have to change our policies fast, just like we have to change on sanctuary cities. If you look at what's happening in California, they're having revolts out there because there are a lot of areas, Orange County and others, they don't want to have sanctuary cities, which are guarding criminals. So a lot of things are changing, but I have just heard that the caravan coming up from Honduras is broken up and Mexico did that. And they did it because, frankly, I said, you really have to do it. We're going to have a relationship on NAFTA. We're going to have to include security in NAFTA. So Mexico, very strong laws, and that's the way it is. So it looks like it's been broken up. So that'll be good. But okay. it's not. I'll Thank get to that in a second. Okay, that's all we need. That's all we need for now. Um, let me tell you something, though. And, and I had something else planned for this segment. Let me bring it back up for just a second. Is there anything else there? Or is it dead? Dead? Hang on, I'm sorry. The Democrats has been delayed. We've started the world. Just so you understand, we have 1.6 billion. We're fixing and building brand new walls in certain areas. And we have, we're doing a lot of work on walls. We have 1.6 billion and we're starting brand new sections of walls. But we need to have a wall that's about 800 miles, seven to 800 miles of the 2,000 mile stretch. We have a lot of natural boundaries. But uh, it's very sad to see it. And it's sad even from both sides. It's sad for the people in the caravan, and it's sad for the people of the United States. It's really sad that we don't have laws that say we have a border, and if you don't do it legally, you can't come into the United States. To me, that's a very sad thing for the people of the United States. Yep. Thank you all very much. Is Scott Pruitt saying? Scott Pruitt saying? again? Was that something again? Thank you very much. Wait. Let's see if he says any more. We'll be very good. I have great respect for the Baltic states. Okay. Tremendous people. Tremendous leaders who I've known now for a pretty long period of time. Uh, no, we okay. have great respect for the Baltic states. That's Thank all. Just, Thank you very much. Thanks, Peter. Okay. That's all we need for now. Um, something else that just came out minutes ago from the Washington Examiner. You know, I've been telling you all morning, Mexico is going to get rid of that caravan, right? They're going to disband it. Literally, just minutes ago, Paul Bedard, Washington Examiner, Mexico endorses migrant caravan, rejects Trump call to stop it from reaching U.S. Mexico's Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Interior Department endorsed this caravan. In a joint statement, the Mexican government said it has no responsibility to try and enforce U.S. immigration policy. By the way, theirs is very similar. You're supposed to stop people that come across illegally. Wow, so they have no responsibility. We give them $320 million a year. They have no responsibility to try and enforce U.S. immigration policy and said it is advising the group of 1,000 to 1,500 migrants to head to official U.S.-Mexico border crossings. The Mexican government is advising them to do this. The statement says, quote, the government of Mexico recalls that in accordance with Article 47 of the migration law, all those nationals or foreigners who decide to leave the Mexican national territory must do so exclusively through the points designated for the international transit of persons 
and are obliged to comply with the requirements for entry stipulated by the country to which they intended to enter. Huh? And they added, it is not the responsibility of this government, meaning Mexico, to exercise the immigration decisions of the United States or any other nation. So it will be the competent authorities of the American Union that decide if appropriate to authorize or not the entry into its territory of the caravan members that request requested through the authorized entry and exit ports. They're saying, you know, we back you, we do that. Now that's different. Listen, that was the Mexican Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Interior Department. They put that joint statement out there. That goes against Mexico's National Institute of Immigration, which said it will disband the caravan. So you have the National Institute of Immigration in Mexico clashing with two other government agencies, the Foreign Affairs Department and the Interior Department. Huh. The hell's going on? So one part of the Mexican government says no, and they've already deported 400 people in the, the caravan. They're considering granting refugee status to others. And the other one, they are they are sitting there and uh, and saying, oh, we back it, we back the caravan. I mean, the the stones on these people. I'll tell you what, it's incredible, isn't it? You got to keep it here on KNST AM seven ninety throughout the day. This is this is incredible stuff. Matter of fact, I'll try to get some more. We we caught the Trumpster a little bit after. I want to make sure and double check that I'm seeing this correctly. That he did he say that he said on a scroll that I saw on the TV on Fox, and it said the military is going to the border. Is that true? Huh. Uh, the president's going to have a press conference. Next hour, I believe. And um, and I'm sure he'll answer some questions right there. Anyway, we'll get to, uh, I'll, get, I'll get some, uh, we'll try to track down some sound bites coming back. The whole segment is now blown up, but it's okay. We'll continue in about four. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.